Hi, everybody. This is Helena Hart. Welcome to the Master Your Magnetism podcast, where I help you shift your energy and radiate self-love so you'll naturally attract the life and relationship you've always wanted. Today, I'm so excited to be talking with Deanna Dorrell again. She's an intuitive love coach and healer. I always love our conversation. So welcome. Thank you for joining me. Hello, everybody. Hello, Helena. Thank you so much for having me back. I have been looking forward to this. We always have so much fun, and we're broadcasting live on Bullhorn today, by the way. So if you're listening live, feel free to say hi in the chat. Let us know if you have any questions about this topic or anything else. And I've really been looking forward to this topic. Deanna, we're going to be talking about three big manifesting mistakes that really slow down your progress, or even in some cases, block your desires from showing up in your life and coming towards you, right? Absolutely. And these are mistakes. I will just say this right now. I have made all of them. <laughs> so this is not coming from a teacher at the top of the mountain who hasn't experienced them. I'm sure I have too. I actually don't know what these three tips you're going to be sharing are myself, but <laughs> I can always relate to everything that we share in these podcast episodes. And we're also going to be sharing what to do instead. So how to turn things around if you're making any of these mistakes. And I know you also offered to do some free intuitive readings for our live listeners. I know this is my most popular podcast topic. Usually when I bring <laughs> you on, everyone loves your readings. They're all so spot on. Everyone always comments about that. And you always give me one, which I always look forward to. And they have been very specifically spot on every single time. So I know this is just everyone's favorite. I'm really excited. So before we get into the free readings, let's talk about this topic. We'll do the content portion at the beginning and we'll take questions at the end as usual. Is there anything you want to say before diving into these three mistakes that people might be making when it comes to manifesting what they want? Yeah. So when it comes to manifesting, to set the stage for these mistakes, it's about really being clear about what you're asking, of course, but also having a safe space inside of you for that manifestation to land and to stick. And so the mistakes I'm going to share with you are kind of rooted in that space. It's like, what has happened during asking the question, asking for the desire, not seeing it happen? And then what can I do to shift my frequency? So it's all about empowering yourself versus blaming yourself. So from that lens, we can start sharing the mistakes. <laughs> Perfect. I know it can be so easy when you're in the situation, especially where all of that can really get muddled. So yeah, what's the first point that you wanted to share here about this? So the first one is dwelling on what could have, should have happened before. I can't tell you how many people have said, you know, it's not working. My manifestation sucks. And we get into a conversation and the focus is so much on fear of repeating the past, fear of not getting it because you tried before and it didn't work. And the more that we put that focus on what could have, should have happened, you're taking your power out of the present moment. And manifestation requires us all to be in the present, in our bodies. And if you are dwelling on the past or you're analyzing what happened before to the degree that you're not able to be in your body, then that can sometimes delay manifestation. It can create mixed signals with the universe. And so the easiest shift there is just to first notice. Notice when you're slipping into, oh, I should have asked for it this way, or I should have had that 10 years ago. Maybe the universe hates me. Those little things, those subtle jabs that we poke at with our own self in those quiet moments when you're feeling frustrated, the first step is just to acknowledge it. Wow, I'm not focused on the present. Just acknowledge it. And just acknowledging it can start to shift the energy, can start to break it up. I liken it to, you know, the universe is like on this intercom. And when we go into that kind of dialogue of dwelling, it's like the universe is just like taking a time out and letting you kind of process and work through something, but it can't move anything for you because it's not clear at what point are you asking from. Does that make sense? 
Definitely. And I think we can all get caught up in self-blame sometimes when things aren't going the way we want them to in any area of life. The first person we often want to blame is ourselves. And that just keeps us stuck in this identity. Like I'm just the person who always messes up a good thing or who can't quite seem to find a great person to date or be in a relationship with. And I see a lot of people get stuck in blaming another person too. I call it the maze. They get stuck in this maze Mm. where they're on their path and then they kind of take this detour and it's just this circular thing where they never get out of it. They get very focused on this wasn't fair and they just never seem to quite move forward. Do you see that as well? I absolutely do. And I mean, sometimes it's not even something that happened, you know, a year or two ago. Sometimes stuff comes up from like childhood, right? Or like Mm -hmm. in my work, I see a lot of past life hangups that are affecting present. And so if you're consistently noticing that you're falling into this pattern of dwelling, then it may be, of course, after you acknowledge it, worth looking at, okay, where can I see the lesson in that thought or in that situation and start to rewrite the narrative and take the energy out of it because manifestation is all about energy and whatever energy you're pouring into, that's what's going to be amplified. And if you're pouring it into the past or pouring it into a betrayal or hurt or something like that, yes, of course, process it with you know a therapist or a good friend or a coach. Do that work if it's helpful. But staying there while you're trying to manifest something else can be really tricky. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Do you have any other tips on how to move forward from this? You said just noticing it can actually be powerful, noticing when you're coming from past experiences and therefore bringing them forward into your current experiences. Mm -hmm. Looking at where you have a commitment to a certain storyline in the past. Sometimes we've got a, a commitment issue. It's, it's funny, like we are committed to seeing ourselves as the woman who can overcome challenges, for example. And so you'll latch on subconsciously to stories of when you had to do that. And so it's kind of a sense of pride and a sense of self. But if you're trying to manifest something from that space, right, that needing to prove something, it's still coming from an insecure place. It's not coming from being in your body, being in that soft, receptive landing space that you need to be in for something not only to come in, but for you to be in the space to notice that it's there. Got it. That makes so much sense. I'm just loving all of this information. Deanna, is there anything else you want to say on this first one or should we move into number two? Yeah, one more thing on this one. So one thing I found really helpful with my own experience and also with private clients that I work with is to rewrite the narrative like on paper, like actually Imagine that you are writing a story. And for many of my clients, it's easier to think of it as like a children's book, right? Like you could even paint it or draw pictures. If you were to rewrite that and how you handled it or how you said or didn't say whatever to whoever, what would that be? What would the heroine's journey be? For those that are listening that are very creative and like to write and express themselves, this is a very fun way to kind of shift that energy in a bigger way and really move on from it so that you can create an identity that's based on who you are right now. That is just so true. I always say the life you're living is directly related to the story you're telling yourself. I always say nothing I say is super black and white, but this one is actually, in my opinion and experience, very black and white. If you are constantly telling yourself that I'm the person who attracts losers and narcissists, or I'm the person who can't get my career going and you're just identifying with that. I've never seen someone caught in one of those stories go on to attract basically the opposite of what they're telling themselves. So this is really important. I'm loving everything you're saying. I think we could actually do a whole episode just on just on that. Yeah. I was just thinking (laughs) that. (laughs) Yeah. Pencil that away, you guys. Definitely. So I'm actually excited to hear these other two. What is the second mistake that you see people making when they're trying to manifest something new into their life? Okay. So this one is so simple and yet many layers to it. So in in a nutshell, the mistake is telling too many people about what you're manifesting. And let me break that down. Oftentimes when we get super clear, right, we're in the frequency, we're in the emotions, you're doing all the stuff that, you know, you've been told 
to get into your body with manifesting. And then you get so excited that you start telling everyone and their mom what you're manifesting. And then depending on who you're telling, they have their own projections. They have their own beliefs. They have their own narratives and stories. And some may, you know, be your cheerleaders and say, absolutely, I can see that for you. Others may actually have a contact that could help and support that desire. But a lot of times you get their fears, you get their judgments, you get their doubts, and then it kind of waters down the vision and the potency of what you're creating and what you're calling in. So really, you know, the the turnaround for that is just to notice where can I be more discerning about who I'm inviting into that process? It's a very sacred process, manifesting is. And knowing yourself and knowing the people that you're around, you know, do they have the same mindset as you? Are they going to be that safe space or are they going to project their stuff onto you and cause you to doubt yourself? That can muddy the energy too. It really can. And I think some people are very well-meaning. I'm thinking back to when I started this career that I'm in now about 10 years ago, I had a family member who clearly just wanted the best for me, you know, going, oh, well, maybe you should just get a part-time job at Starbucks or something while you're doing this, just because then you'll have a stable income, you know, maybe you'll get some health insurance and totally well-meaning. It wasn't like because I don't believe you could be successful doing something different, right? But it can get in your head. Oh, well, maybe I should have a plan B. Maybe this isn't going to work out for me. Or maybe this is going to be really hard and an uphill battle. And it really wasn't that way at all. So I'm glad that I was very careful about who I shared some of my visions with. I think it's great. And I think there are some people... I'm sure in your life where if you did share them, they could actually help and lift your spirits around it and raise your vibe probably, right? Yeah, absolutely. And knowing who those people are Mm -hmm. and also being really mindful of what you're feeling when you want to tell them. Because I don't know about you, I've been in those moments where you're just like, God, this vision is so big. There's a part of me that's like scared it's not going to happen, but I'm really excited for it to happen. And there's kind of a mixed bag of emotions. And then we tell people because we're looking for that validation versus sharing because I'm already solid in this. I'm already clear. I just want to have you hold the vision with me because this is going to happen. I don't know when, but I'm so excited versus I need this person to validate it, to take the insecurities away, you know, then it becomes kind of a codependent manifestation. Mm, Very true. I've had clients in the past just flat out stop talking with their girlfriends about trying to date or meet Mm -hmm. the right person because, and again, sometimes it comes from a good place. They're just being protective. But if you're on this journey to attract the love of your life, let's say, a lot of people might say, oh, well, good luck with that. Dating out there is just terrible now. Yes. <laughs> there are no yes. good men left, right? And so very important to be careful who you share your vision with. I think that's really, really important. Is there anything else you want to say on this one? Or should we move into the third point? No, I think we can move on. I actually got a bonus tip while I was waiting for this to start. So we have four. You guys have oh, three, three in a bonus. So okay. the third one is not showing the universe that you are all in through your actions. So having conflicting or competing desires and not taking active steps to meet the universe halfway and make choices in your day-to-day life that are going to support having that desire. So I'll give you an example. Let's say you really want to start your own business and there's some fears there, but you're clear, you've done the research and you know your target market and all that good stuff. But there is a part of you that is really scared of making more money than your partner. And so there's this like conflicting desire. I want to be successful in business, but I don't want to lose my relationship. So then it's kind of playing not to lose versus playing to win. And what the universe does with that is like, you know what? I'm going to stand neutral here because the feeling is equally strong. And sometimes we have to be in that pause state of mind to realize, okay, where do I need to change my beliefs? Where do I need to have a conversation about my fears? But you're not stuck there forever. But noticing when it's not happening, asking yourself, is there any other fear or desire that's conflicting with what I'm asking the universe to give me? And then 
what are the actions that I'm not taking or the actions that I am taking that are in conflict to that? Like, where are you fighting your own desires? And this is a part of a much bigger conversation, but that's kind of the gist of it is like getting clear on where you're not a hundred percent committed. I think this one was completely me and still can be. Like sometimes, me too. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I'm afraid to even say that I have a certain desire. And it's really interesting. I see people doing this all the time in their love life specifically or in business, really in all areas, this could apply where they want to meet someone, but they don't want to really put both feet in and commit. And what I say is we attract a mirror image of our own masculine energy as women. If you're not putting both feet in to attracting or meeting somebody new, you're kind of one foot in, one foot out. When women are in that place, and I've totally been there myself when I was single, you're going to attract men who are one foot in and one foot out of the relationship, who are wishy-washy, they're kind of busy with other things, not fully committing to you or to this potential relationship. So I always tell women, if they're attracting something like that, where are you one foot in and one foot out of any area of their life. And some people say, I'm that way in all areas. And so they're attracting Mm -hmm. that in the men that they're meeting and attracting. Not that it's your fault, but it's definitely something to become aware of. Because once you decide, I know for myself, once I said, you know what, I'm going for this. Uh, I got my profile up, even though it wasn't the most motivating thing in the world, but really nothing could have stopped me once I was truly ready that was reflected back to me right away. And as most people know, I met my husband 24 hours later. I know that's not everyone's experience with online dating, but if you're kind of wishy-washy and maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't, the results you're going to get will be very mixed. I've seen that and I've experienced that in myself back when I had online dated before, long, long time ago without this knowledge. So this is really, really important. I'd love to hear anything else you have to say on how to turn this around if people are stuck in this one. Yeah. So part of being, and somebody emailed me about this too, before we got on, like, what does it mean to manifest in your feminine energy? Mm. And so, you know, kind of dovetailing it to this, showing the universe you're all in is about trust. Ultimately, it's about if I commit, I'm going to trust that the universe is going to support me. I'm not going to be alone. I'm not going to be left out there to dry and trusting in the potency of that desire. And if it's a true soul desire, if it's not coming from your ego or a need to prove something, that one way or another, the universe is listening. And so going into that space of trust, I think it's helpful to look at where you don't trust, right? Even just making a list. If you're a list maker like me, okay, where do I not trust or who do I not trust? Where did I not trust before and it didn't work out or did work out? Like make a list so your logical mind can get on board And that will help your feminine to feel safe because it's also about safety. You've got to be that safe space for your desire to land. If it's not safe for you to have a committed man in your life because you're terrified of being seen, you know, even if he came, you would push him away or you wouldn't Mm -hmm. even notice he was there. You'd be so concerned about what he was thinking about you that you would miss him. So step one is, is write down your fears, write down where you're not trusting. And write down what you're afraid could happen if you fully commit. That will reveal a lot. I was just going to say, I think that was really, really important. I love all of these tips, Deanna. Yeah, I think some people say they want to, let's say, attract the love of their life, but they're actually afraid of giving up something. They might have beliefs that they're going to have to give up their independence or their alone time or their relationship with the family members or something like that. And so if that's operating in the background, you're not really aware of that. You're just kind of going out there and half-heartedly dating and trying to meet people, but deep down, you're actually afraid that it's going to happen. Same thing in work and career too the results you get are not going to be what you say consciously that you want. So, so important. I'm loving this. This could be another one for a whole nother episode. (laughs) All of these, right? (laughs) Anyone has topic suggestions, let us know in the chat. I see so many people joining us in the chat. This is so much fun, Deanna. Is there anything else you want to add to this third one or should we move into the bonus tip? Yeah. So let's move into the bonus and the bonus one, which I literally just kind of channeled and scribbled. So let me like write, read my own <laughs> scribbles. <laughs> if you want more of something, you must manage what you've got better. So if we translate that to 
relationships. If you want more committed, nourishing, deeper relationships, then manage the relationships, the friendships, the connections that you have better. Where are you maybe not showing up as a good friend? Where are you allowing people to stay in your life that maybe you've outgrown? And the same thing with money. Somebody asked me about money over email, like how do I manifest more money from that feminine space? And it's like, first manage what money you have better. Be mm-hmm. the, the best steward of what you have and who you're being. And what qualities can you nurture and develop in yourself to be that vibrational match for the thing you're asking? So doing better, being better is about that looking at yourself and seeing where can I be more aligned to what I say I want? Where are you not in integrity with that yourself? A lot of these mistakes, if we can call it that, is really about looking at yourself and being honest and being that vessel to receive and seeing where you can share more of yourself with the world, with the organizations that you're called to work at, or the people that you want to date, the friend, the family member, versus just gimme, gimme, gimme universe. You know, you're looking at a catalog and filling it out. To one degree, yes, that's true. But if it's coming from a need to prove yourself, a need to feel better about yourself, filling up a hole that you have in yourself, it's going to fall flat. I completely agree. The example that's coming to me that I hear most often from women in my community is they're wanting to attract a high quality available man, but they're hanging on to this half-hearted connection or to a man who's emotionally unavailable or avoidant. They're kind of keeping him around because they don't want to fully let him go and hoping to attract a really available man, right? And so I always say you can't attract at a level higher than what you're engaging with emotionally or even just physically in the real world. So if what you're engaging with emotionally is a man who isn't pursuing you consistently, he's not stepping up, he's not committing, he's not prioritizing you, you're not going to attract those qualities in a brand new man. I just see that happen over and over and over. Emily in the chat says, this last tip is giving me chills. It makes so much sense. Yeah, definitely. I'm so glad you added this one in, Deanna. This was great. Is there anything else you want to say on this last one? And then I'd love to recap all of these tips before getting into some readings. Yeah. So really, it's just remembering that it is safe for you to look at the things that maybe are not aligned in yourself with gentleness, with love. And as you do that, you will be in a better space, in a grounded space to ask for what it is that you desire and to be okay with or without it to a certain degree. Because again, you're not looking at that thing, whatever that thing is, to validate your existence, to validate your worth and your desirability and your lovability, because you know who you are. And that's a lifelong process. And it's something I'm still (laughs) practicing every day. And I'm certainly not perfect at it. But I just wanted to share that with any women here who tend to be perfectionistic, who tend to be really hard on themselves. If you resonate with any of these mistakes that we're sharing, just acknowledge it and love that you are seeing yourself in a deeper way. And that's going to open the door for even more yummy, juicy, accurate manifestations. Amazing. I can't wait to go back and listen to these over again myself. This was actually really helpful for me personally. And just like you, just like everybody, I can slip into making these mistakes all the time without realizing it. So there's no judgment here, but I do think having this awareness can help you start to turn things around. So this was fantastic. Anything else you want to say before we get into these readings, Deanna? Yeah, let me just recap them really quick if anybody Mm -hmm. came in later. So the first one is dwelling on what could have, should have been. So focusing so much on the past that you're not in the present. And then two is telling too many people and not being discerning about who you're sharing your dreams with. And then three is not showing the universe that you're all in. So having conflicting or competing desires and being wishy-washy. And then the bonus tip is, if you want more of something, manage what you've got better. 
Perfect. I love it. And I know we wanted to save some time for some intuitive readings. How would you like to do this, Deanna? I see so many people in the chat, by the way. Hi to Sunny, Ginger, Chantal, Teresa, Kimberly, Ann, Gloria, Emily, Michelle. Oh, you guys are so amazing. Thank you so much for joining Hello, us. ladies. Yes. I know we like to take callers if anyone would like to call in or if yes. you have maybe one question. If you want to put it in the chat, we'll try to get to as many of those as we can. While we're waiting for some people to do that, do you I want to, to do, do your reading? That would be great. <laughs> I would love that. Actually, I see some people who I don't believe have ever joined a live broadcast before. So maybe that would help let everyone know how this works. Perfect. All right. So did you have a particular question or you just want to you know, I actually reading. never have had a particular question, but this is the first time in all these years of doing these with you. I have two. And so maybe you could just pick one that feels the strongest. I was going to ask you what's going on with my health, if you have anything around that, or just what's next for me in general, work-wise, like what's the energy around what's next? If one of those stand out to you, mm -hmm. I'd love to hear anything you had to say about either one of those. Okay. So again, just a disclaimer, I am not a medical professional. Right, right, everything right. I say with a grain of salt. I, if they're connected, Helena, they're both connected. There's um, a feeling of actually, before I even pull a card, there's like an energy along your lungs and your chest area. And the theme that I'm seeing is feeling like there's almost so much space, like there's so many possibilities, and feeling at the same time like you can't breathe, like you can't don't make a decision, but there's a little constriction there. Like I don't want to make the wrong decision or like blow something. <laughs> that's just a, that's a feeling, but let's pull a card for it and see what we get. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay. So I wish I could show you guys these. So the, the card is spirit of the river movement toward adventure. And it's this gorgeous goddess, just like flinging her arms back. Um, there's a lot of water in this picture. And so with regards to the health, it's about feeling like you are free no matter what you choose, like you're going to succeed no matter what you choose and allowing some of your emotions to flow, like some of the fears, some of the anxieties that may be coming out around your health, like, oh my God, why is this happening? Like giving yourself a safe space to just air them out will help things move. And then business-wise, I just see the word adventure for you over and over again. It's like, what would feel like an adventure if you felt like stagnancy or maybe even a little bored? It's like, okay, how could I mix this up and infuse some play? I also feel like there's going to be some kind of book or product or something that you haven't created yet that's maybe been, you've been playing with in the back of your mind. Like, do I have the energy for this? I don't know. But it's going to come to you in a way that is really beautiful and graceful. And it's not quite time yet, which is probably why there's this indecision energy because it's not quite time yet. Um, but I do feel like something is going to shift for you at the end of the summer. End of the summer. I love when you give time frames because they've always been so accurate. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that is completely spot on as always. Yeah, it feels like not quite time yet, not ready yet. I'm enjoying life so much. I'm enjoying just my day to day and actually doing a lot less work-wise yeah. right now, you know, spending time with my baby and everything. So yeah, I finally got to the place where I'm not in this angsty, like what's next, what's next kind of thing. Yes. And yeah, perfect. We talked about that a little bit last time. And actually, yeah, the chest area, again, super accurate. I've been having really bad acid reflux ever oh. since I was pregnant and it hasn't gone away after having my son. And so that's caused a whole host of many, many other things, lots of dizziness, nausea, sinus problems, actually some scary stuff happening at the end of February that don't need to go into now, but I'm starting to feel a lot better, but never quite figured out what it was or how to fix it. So all of that was super helpful. I'm actually looking forward to going back and listening to that again when I can put my full attention on it. I see so many amazing questions in the chat and let me see if there are any callers. Yes, I see Ginger has called in. Do you want to take the callers first? And then we'll see how much yeah. time we have for the chat questions. That okay, sounds great. great. So thank you for that. That was amazing. Of and course. by the way, any episode details, or if you're listening to the replay of this, I have a link to book a private reading with Deanna. If you're still offering those, I know those tend to go really quickly, but it, yeah. th those are available, right? 
they are still available. Check it out. I would love to connect with you guys deeper. Amazing. Yeah. Let, let her know that you found her through me or through this podcast. And hopefully you can find time in your schedule for everyone. I know you're so in demand with these readings. And I also included a link to your Amplify Your Love Energy Go at Your Own Pace course, online course, which is very, very popular with women in my community. So all of that is in the description or episode details. And I'll include that if you're listening to the replay as well. So let me open up Ginger. Hi, Ginger. I just opened up your line. Hi, Ginger. Hello. How are you, goddess? I am doing well. How are, oh, this is so lovely to hear you guys um, do this together. You guys have a great dynamic. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> How can Absolutely. we help today? I am super curious about what energy you see around me being more, um, more visible with my business. Um, <clears throat> It's, it would kind of be like a launch or a relaunch um, kind of energy of really being, being more out there in either social media or marketing in some way. Um, and, and if there's anything blocking me from doing that right now or anything that needs to resolve before that's like fully yeah. energetically aligned. Beautifully asked. So immediately I just got chills. Um, you're meant to be in the spotlight. Like you've kind of been hiding a little bit <laughs> and your guides are just like, it's time for you to shine. It's time for you to go bigger. And I see, um, I pulled a card for you and it's sky bridge and it's like these two pillars and in between the pillars it, are these like, um, blocks, like these steps up to the sun. And that's kind of where you're at. You're at the bottom of the bridge, like it's kind of, you know, delicate to go up to the sun and you don't want to get burned by the sun, but you want to stand there. And the two pillars represent the material world and the spiritual world. So whatever this business is, it's like, it's coming from a really, really powerful place. It's not coming from your ego. It's not a pipe dream. It's not from your head either. Um, it feels very aligned which is great. Now, in terms of what could be, you know, blocking you, um, the only thing that I'm feeling is just like giving into it so much that you um, kind of don't have that separation and that's that sacred time for yourself to like rejuvenate. So it's just a reminder, like, yes, you're going to be putting a lot of energy out and being seen and being more visible. And at the same time, leave some sacred space for just you where, you know, it's just like your quiet time. That's just what I'm getting is like, just give, give stillness and give sacred space alongside all of the um, visibility stuff in the media, because I do see that that's what, where your energy wants to go, but you do need time to recoup. Oh, wow. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. That's exciting. It is exciting. I have I've I've been wondering when this this shift would happen for me. So yeah, that's really exciting. That's awesome. Hmm. Well, congratulations on the birth of whatever this is. <laughs> Rebirth. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Thank you so much. That's beautiful. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for calling in. I loved yep. hearing that. I'll go ahead and close up your line. And I forgot to mention, Deanna, for people listening to the replay, they can actually get intuitive messages from these questions and callers oh, yeah, themselves, yeah. right? Yeah. I really believe that no matter what question anybody asks, if you stay open and ask yourself, how could this be a message for me? Maybe it's a completely different part of your life than the person asking the question, but it all is connected. Love it. Yeah. I was like, oh, I think I'm getting some messages with that one. Too. So let me try ES next. Hi. Hi, guys. I love your content. I'm so happy to be on. Oh, we're so glad Thank that you're you. listening. How can we yes. help? Um, so I kind of put it in the chat, but like I kind of broke up with um someone kind of recently. We had like an on and off type of thing. Um, it was like a committed relationship, but I just kind of felt like I was getting kind of like breadcrumbs throughout mm -hmm. the whole thing. So I eventually just was like, I can't do this anymore. So I'm just like going back into dating. Um, and I'm like circle dating. I'm talking to a few people, but 
I have like a strong feeling that maybe like I made the wrong choice by like letting this person go. So, okay. Well, thoughts about that. Yeah. So how long has it been since you broke up? Um, honestly, it's been about like two weeks. Okay. Yeah. So because I'm seeing like three men around you and, and I don't know who these men are. It could be that I'm just picking up on the people that you just met recently, but um, the message is really, this is actually a time um, for you to get quiet. So I pulled a card and I got deep quiet meditation and stillness. And the card is an 11, which I also do numerology and 11 is about partnership, but it's like looking at where I'm just getting a couple things. Hang on a second. Mm-hmm. Where this guy that you broke up with, where he disappointed you, where you gave your power away, like doing some journaling around it, um, going a little bit deeper with yourself. And I don't feel like it's necessarily the time um, for you to date, but it is it is good to circulate your energy. So if you go in with that mindset of like, I'm just, you know, I'm just here to like practice, right. And, mm-hmm. and stay open. That's fine. But, and energetically and emotionally, you're still really tender. Like this two weeks is not a long time. And I just see like your spirit wants to kind of cocoon and feels a little bit vulnerable and scared. Like you said, that you made the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like this is completely done either. Like, I don't, I, I feel like he's going to call you or, or there's going to be a conversation um, in the next couple of weeks, maybe that get gives you some clarity or some kind of firm closure because there's something unfinished here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you saying you made the wrong decision, did you, or didn't you, I don't know that only, you know, but Mm-hmm. If there's anything that was left unsaid because maybe your ego got in the way, right? Or your fear, it's time to get quiet and to see that. Even if this guy never calls you back, never, you know, it doesn't matter. It's not really about him. It's about you coming full circle with this. And there's something that either hasn't been revealed or that um, needs to be acknowledged. So over the next two weeks, and we're going into Mercury retrograde. Um, but just really being gentle with yourself. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. That spoke to me. I appreciate it. Of course. And breakups are not easy. Even when you know, you know, it came from the right place. It's like, it's Mm -hmm. still a change and we don't like change. (laughs) No. Yeah. Thank you. And my birthday is 11-11 too. So that's cool. No way. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Scorpio, right? Yeah. yeah. Love it. Oh, you you know all about going deep, girl. Tap into that. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Oh, My thank pleasure. you so much for calling in. I'm going to close up your mic just because it's echoing a little bit. But please come back. You guys know I'm here every other Friday, 2 o'clock p.m. Pacific, 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern. I'd love to hear how that goes for you. I just feel so much for people going through breakups, such a hard time. So I see Emily called in. Hi, Emily. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Hi. Hi, Deanna. Hi, Helena. Thank you so much for taking my call or reading for me. Um, I just was wondering if you could pull a card, um, just a general um, energy reading around uh, my love life and then also around my career. Yeah. So what do you need to know about your love life and career? I'm just going to shuffle the deck. Maybe next steps in my career and then in terms of my love life, just what energy you're feeling around it. I just, I don't know where it's going right now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it feels like your career is definitely spotlighted. Um, Not to say that your love life can't pull focus. Um, You can have both of them pull focus. But right now, there's, um, there's something important happening in your career. And it's funny, I pulled the same card I got for ginger, but the meaning is completely different. So it's the sky bridge with these two pillars and the sun in the middle and these like these stone steps leading to the sun. So for you, what I see around your career is um, really tapping into 
your creativity. There's going to be an opportunity where, you know, you have to use your voice and say, actually, I think we could do it this way. And this is some way that it's never been done before, but it's going to be great for everyone kind of thing. Like, and opportunity for partnerships um, in your career and like collaborations. So whatever you're thinking, it's like thinking bigger because that's, that's kind of where you're headed anyway. And, um, and then for relationships, are you currently dating right now? Like, are in you, are you in one relationship? I'm, I'm like seeing someone, but I'm not like, he's not my boyfriend or anything like that. Okay. Because I do see something's going to shift around July, August in that, in, in that dynamic. Uh, I don't see that it's necessarily the, the connection that you're in right now is like hurting you or like blocking you from anything. Um, it's actually working really well with what's going on in your career. And there's a part of you that hasn't fully committed to the idea of being with this person anyways. But I do see that something is going to shift in the summer. And so just staying open to that and not um, putting pressure on yourself or this other person. If it's if the energy is flowing, if you're enjoying yourself, fine. Um, but if it starts to feel a little bit like an obligation or, you know, I'm I'm scared, right, to let you go, but I know I need to let you go, then you'll know what to do, but you're not there yet. That all makes so much sense. And yeah, <laughs> thank you so much. Wow, that was that was pretty crazy. <laughs> thank you. Good. So I'm glad it was helpful. Of course. Thanks for calling in. Yes, yeah, thank, thank you. you so much. Feel free to come back in a couple of weeks. I'd love to hear how all of this goes for everybody. So Kimberly, I have you up next. I just opened up your line. Hi, Kimberly. Hi, how are you? Can you hear me? <laughs> yes. Yes. Nice, nice to meet you both. Um, yeah, so I actually had a very bad breakup where my ex-boyfriend moved out with his two kids. I think you probably heard me talk about it before in one of the um, chats probably. And uh, it's been three months. I haven't contacted him. I did reach out with a text and we wind up having sex twice. And now I don't know whether I should lean back or let this guy go. I have no idea. He doesn't seem like he's really pursuing me, like saying, Hey, I want to get back together. And it's a hard thing because the, the kids, you know, miss me. They've reached out with the ex-wife even. So <laughs> a lot of moving parts here. Yeah. So, um, that's funny. Just, I pulled a card for you, but even before I look at the card, what I'm getting is, um, reminder, right? Reminder to set those boundaries because your energy is very magnetic right now. Mm. I don't, I don't know what you've been doing, but like it's it's beautiful and like sparkly and your ex felt that. And so when we were talking about the tips, this is kind of like the the frequency mismatch. This is a perfect example, right? Like you're vibrating at a much higher frequency than him. But emotionally, you haven't fully disconnected because of the kids. Yep. So it's like, well, can I, I mean, I can't just date his kids, right? <laughs> yeah. So if you could just pluck them and have them in your life without him, you'd be totally happy. But that's not how it works. Oh. So it's the, the energy that I get is kind of all or nothing. And right now, he's not giving you anything. Nothing. So, so don't just forgive yourself if, if you're blaming yourself at all. Not that you are, but if you are, like, okay, I had a great time. I learned, you know, I learned again, like how much I really love his kids, and that was reassuring. But this is this is not happening right now, and it's going to take more energy than it gives to you. And the card that I got is Eyes of the Eagle, rise above the fray. Okay. So it's like looking at it from the eagle's point of view in the long term, you know, do you want somebody that you're consistently having to make sure that they're pulling their weight? Mm, You're right. Still be sexy as hell, but if the answer is no to that, then it's not going to work. Yeah. It's been very tough, (laughs) but you're right. I haven't let go. I did try dating. I dated 18 men, 18 in three months. And I just could not connect with anybody. Yeah. And part of it is too, like looking at the motivations for dating. Is it 
just to get over this guy or is it yeah. because you're actually ready? Right. Yeah. I think it was to get over him. Yeah. Give yourself time. And I do feel like the kids are a big linchpin. It's like that tugs at your heart a lot. You're right. So having that, I mean, if I were to give you a next step, if you were my coaching client, I'd be like, look inside yourself and ask, like, is there anything that you would need or want to share with his children, with his permission, of course, to feel kind of complete? At least in this particular phase, if he levels up and he comes back, you know, that's another conversation. But right now, in the present moment, this is done. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, that was great advice, Deanna. I am obviously not an intuitive healer. I don't have the same gifts as you, but I would have given the exact same advice <laughs> just as a <laughs> dating and relationship coach. So I think that was completely spot on. I hope that was helpful. Thank you so much for calling in. Very good. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. And then last caller, I see Gina. Hi, Gina. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. What is your question? How can we help? Um, can you look at the energy or um, pull a card for me around um, where I'm at in regards to attracting in a relationship and also relocating? Yes. Why am I seeing mountains? Where are you thinking of relocating to? Um, I'm thinking of actually more towards like the ocean. Okay. So I'm seeing, I'm seeing mountains and this could be also a metaphor for all of you, like, you know, trusting your intuition. Sometimes it's literal, sometimes it's metaphorical. So mountains as a symbol is about strength. It's about inner strength and conviction. Um, if we took it literally, you know, you might get the opportunity to move somewhere with mountains, but I did pull a card for you. And the card I got, which I've been getting a lot with readings in the last two weeks, so funny, is me talks. But like literally the word me and then talks like detox, but this is a me talks. <laughs> so <laughs> repairing the body, mind, and spirit. It's this fairy in a bathtub blowing bubbles and there's different visions in the bubbles. So where do you need to either refine the vision or let the vision go? And this could be about either one, either the relationship or the move. Like, where are you putting uh, unrealistic pressure on yourself in either area? Um, this is a time for you to slow the mind down, get in your body. Um, again, like, it feels like there's delays coming. So, if you are doing a move of any kind, like, just be prepared for that. There may be some fits and starts, but it doesn't mean that it's necessarily the wrong thing. Um, but there's something that you need to look at. And I also feel like with regards to attracting a partner, the, the thing that was missing in your other relationships, perhaps, or that you didn't see enough of, was the man doing his own work emotionally, like personal development-wise. So there is like this feeling like you were having to rescue the guy or over-explain yourself. Does that make sense? I actually haven't really been um, in, a, like, um, relationships, I would say, um, where I, I felt like that, but... Okay. I, yeah, I, I think um, I'm definitely, like, working on myself and being, like, the person that the partner that I want to be in Beautiful. a relationship. So then just be mindful of that as you go in, like where, if there's any part of you and there might not be, but in the name of introspection, right? Where is there any part of me that, you know, feels maybe like over responsible and it doesn't even have to be in romantic relationships where you take on other people's energy because you care too much or whatever. These are just some examples of how it can show up. But I do see that whatever you're doing to heal yourself, to go into yourself is working. I mean, the me talks card is about me time. It's about you. This is your time. Thank you, Diana. 
Yeah, you're welcome. And good luck with the move. Don't try to rush it. Don't try to push it. It will come. And if it is, you know, if there's some roadblocks or obstacles, it's like, just remember that, you know, the universe is supporting me. There's just something I need to slow down and see first. And that's okay. I hope that was helpful. Thank you so much for calling in. I'll go ahead and close up your line and please come back, everyone. I see some new people joining. Again, I'm here every other Friday at the same time, 2 o'clock p.m. Pacific time. I'd love to hear how everything went. And we have a couple minutes left, Deanna, and I only see actually just a handful of questions in the chat, and many of them were answered with the callers. Would you mind if we did a couple before we close out? Sure. Go ahead. If you want to read them, because my computer is... Yeah. Oh yeah, let me handle, don't don't even worry about that. I have everything right here. Yeah, Teresa says she loves hearing these readings. Yes, I love hearing them too. I go back and hear them on the replay. It's so fun. I always get messages myself. So Sunny says, hi, I would like to know what this year will look like for me or what energy surrounds myself for this year. All right, I love it. Sunny, that's such a cool name. Yes, love it. Okay, so I got deep diver, diving into a task. It feels like this year is all about like, where are you committing going all in like we shared at the beginning um, to your dreams, because it feels like this is the year where you can actually make some headway. Like last year, you were in a lot of preparation, a lot of release um, that needed to happen. And this is the year where you can manifest, you can go for it. Um, but you need to just take action every day, even if you feel scared, even if you feel unsure, um, because things can happen quickly. And the card is actually a number 10. And in numerology, that's the number of instant manifestation, the good and the bad. So you have to watch your thoughts um, and make sure that, you know, the vibe that you're in when you're asking, when you're taking action is, is representative of that that vision that you have and, and it can, it can birth this year. So be prepared to be delightfully surprised, um, but do put in the work. Oh, that just gave me chills right now. I felt that one in my body. That was awesome. <laughs> Hopefully that was helpful for everyone listening. Uh, someone says, Helena, I feel like you're such a good mom to your son. I can sense it, how you talk about your Aww. family. So happy for you and your husband. Oh, thank you so much. That's so sweet. Teresa says, I've been with my boyfriend for four years and want to know the outlook for our future. Moving in together, planning to sell my house this year, marriage. Ooh. Thank you. You are both amazing. Wow. Lots of changes. That's cool. Okay, let's see. All right, so I pulled the wall. So the wall has a couple of meanings. And the first is, um, you know, we've hit a wall, we've hit a roadblock, so to speak, that's kind of more literal. Um, if there's any like underlying issues that maybe you've been dancing around, if there's like an elephant in the room that you haven't addressed, this is the time to do it. This is the perfect energy um, to have those conversations, because I see it'll make you stronger, it'll make you both feel more connected, even though um, you may not have solutions for it quite yet. And then the other meaning I see here around all of that, like next steps, is looking at where you can let down any walls that you've put up emotionally uh, around this next chapter. And, and maybe doing that exercise that I suggested about writing the fears down, like what are you afraid will happen if you move in? What, what are you afraid will happen if you sell your house? Like all of those worst case scenarios so that you can see it on paper. Um, and that just even writing it down will release them and will create space for that opposite energy to come in reassurance, peace, reminding yourself that, you know, you're doing this together and you're creating your life together. Um, as far as marriage goes, I do see having those conversations, um, up front is really good. You may have already done that. And knowing that, um, uh, the more that you leave space for things to kind of reveal themselves while at the same time communicating your desires is gonna get you the best result. Beautiful. I love it. I'm sure that would be helpful for lots of people listening. Actually, I see Gloria says, I met a wonderful man. We've been together for four months. We're super into each other and fully committed in our relationship. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Yay. She says, I'd like a general reading about my love life and what's next in our relationship. Thank you, ladies. What is her name again? Gloria. Okay. Pull the card. Oh, cool. I've never pulled this one. It's called Stranger. Get curious. So 
this is a message about really looking at this partner through the lens of like your inner child. Like, what is surprising me about him today? Um, what, you know, what am I finding out about him? And looking at, looking at it from curiosity versus judgment and looking at where, um, you know, you may go into criticism unintentionally and vice versa. And knowing that you guys are going to get close really fast because I'm feeling this like heart tug, this heart pull, like there is a very strong, solid connection here, which can bring up its own vulnerabilities and fears. So know that whatever that is um, can be healed by looking at it through the lens of like this curious inner child. Beautiful. I love it. And Deanna, I see about four left. I just wanted to check in with you because I know we're a little over on time. Is that okay? And we'll just cap it at that? Or are you burning out now? I'd love to just check in. Yeah. You know what? Let me get some water. If you want to read the question, I'm just going to get some water. because my throat's No beautiful. problem. And by the way, Sunny and Teresa, everyone you've given a reading for so far has said thank you. And that it's very spot on. So I oh, love good. it. good. Okay. So whenever yep. you're ready. Oh yeah, go ready? ahead and read it. Okay. Yep. Perfect. So Michelle says, I would love to hear the energy around my financial outlook, please. Okay. So before even pulling a card on this one, I get if you have any debt, let go of the shame around it. That is blocking you. So let me pull a card. <laughs> okay. So I got the Wailing Tree Reconciliation. So this is about um, literally, right? Like literally checks and balances, looking at um, if you want to bring in more, where can you um, maybe like change up the way that you're managing your money? Not from like a judgmental standpoint, but like where can it be more fun? Where can you bring in that lightness to what can be a very like boring, heavy task? And that will help bring in more abundance. While at the same time, uh, like I said, if you have any debt or any any money that you owe anybody or any money that you know people owe you that you're feeling like some way about, this is a good time to do a release ritual to acknowledge your you know your part in it, and then to let it go um, because it's holding you back from creating massive abundance that wants to find you. I love that. I think that could probably help lots of people out there. I'm really getting like physical sensations, different ones <laughs> you're giving, which is so much fun. I love it. So Chantal says, what's the energy of me meeting a future husband in the near future? Jeweled web, interesting card. So this is about leaning on your community a bit more. Um, it feels like you've been wanting to kind of widen your world, so to speak, go different places, um, see different faces kind of thing. And to help your magnetism is to connect with different types of people. So people who actually may challenge your beliefs a little bit, um, who kind of push you out of your comfort zone. It's a very specific message to you. because I don't get that for everybody. But um, if you've been guided to take a trip or to take a class where you're like, I don't know why I want to take this. I'm not interested in this per se or didn't think I was, but it sounds fascinating. Like listen to those little nudges because I do see you could meet somebody very, very cool um, that could lead you to uh, a romantic interest. Awesome. Love it. And Monica says, so excited to be connecting with you both. I'd like a general reading regarding my love life. Thank you. Tell me her first name again. Monica. Okay. So I see um, an image of a scroll and then the card that I pulled is sacred contract, which is kind of perfect. So looking at what are some of the agreements um, that you may have made unconsciously about your relationships. So kind of like we were talking about the beginning, like I'm scared that, you know, if I fully open my heart, like the guy's just going to leave, like write down all those things. Um, and you can burn the paper, like really just give yourself permission to start a new contract. What's the new contract say? And maybe even physically sign it like you would a real contract. Um, 
that's going to shift your energy when it comes to relationships. Love it. And I see one more from Miranda. Am I ever going to meet a guy? It's been five years of singleness. I'm sure. A lot of people <laughs> <to> that one. <laughs> okay. Miranda, you said? Yes. I don't know why I'm spacing on the name, but as soon as you say it, I'm like, what? My <laughs> <laughs> energy's dipping. Okay. All right. So I got the root girl, which is about the root chakra. So it's about feeling safe, um, feeling like your foundations are set and remembering that no matter what the circumstances are of your life, um, that, that sense of rootedness within you is always there, right? It's like, it's not going to come from a relationship, even though you really want the relationship, uh, what could be blocking this particular manifestation. It's like a combination of um, really like giving yourself that, that space. So looking at where do you need to create space for this person to come in? And it could be literal, like this is an example. I remember when I was single, I would stuff my closets to the brim <laughs> and somebody pointed out, you know, like there's no space for this guy to like come visit you or hang a jacket or anything. So everything was just my stuff everywhere. So something like that, um, if it's literally like in your calendar, maybe you need to book out some time to, you know, to date or to check out classes that interest you where you might meet somebody. Look at where you can create more space. Love it. I'm just checking in. I think that's all the questions I see. If we missed your question, feel free to book a reading with Deanna. And I'd love to bring you back on again soon. I think I have an opening maybe mid-June or anytime after that in the summer if you're oh, available. I'd love to come back. This is yeah. so much fun, you guys. I really so love fun. being here with all of you. And just thank you, Helena, for the opportunity to share this knowledge and also to connect with all these amazing women. And no matter where you find yourself on the journey, ladies, the learning never stops, but we always have a choice how we treat ourselves, how we talk to ourselves. And you are beautiful and you are worthy of love and it is never too late. So just remember that when you go into your day and especially in those moments where you're doubting yourself and you're feeling like, I'm not good enough, this is never gonna happen. It's like we get a do-over every single second if we want it. You just have to give yourself permission and be in grace about it. That is so beautiful. And I know you can't see these comments because you want to focus on tuning in, which is perfect. But I just want to reflect back to you. Everyone you've given a reading to is just showing so much appreciation. Sunny said, thank you so much. You guys are amazing. Gloria said, OMG, perfect. Thank you so much. Michelle says, thank you so much. Deanna, letting go is tough when the stakes are high, but I will definitely try a release ritual. Chantel says, thank you. Miranda and ES say, thank you. We appreciate both of you. It just goes on and on and on and on. So yes, thank you so much, everyone. And please feel free to book a reading with Deanna while they're still being offered. I know you have a few spots available. Definitely let her know that you found her through me or through this podcast. And hopefully you'll have some openings in your schedule. I know they just book up so fast. You're so popular for a great reason. <laughs> I can just feel how spot on all of these readings were. And this was so helpful for me personally. I loved this topic. I loved your closing words of wisdom. And I also included a link to your Amplify Your Love Energy 14-day go-at-your-own-pace online course, if that's still available too. So everything's just in the description. Just go ahead and yes. scroll down. If you're listening to the replay, if you're listening live, that's in the episode details. Anything you want to say about those two, Deanna? Yeah, well, you know, if you are feeling called to book a reading, um, listen to that. And I'm a big believer when we feel that nudge to get support, that's the time to do it. And we'll tune into your guides, see what they have to say, and also connect you to the deepest truths in your own heart. So I'm looking forward to doing those with whoever's called. And then for the 14 days to amplify your love energy, if you are ready to just change your frequency when it comes to love and relationships and really refine it and you're short on time that course is amazing and you can go at your own pace and there are videos of lessons that I've taken private clients through and I've gone through myself and very practical applications I'm definitely one that you know I want to keep it simple and make sure that it's applicable to your everyday life so 
thank you for the opportunity to share that and to share why I'm here, which is to help you remember to love yourself. Of course. Yes. Anytime. I love your work. I love how practical it is. That's one of my pet peeves is when people just give general advice like, oh, just love yourself and be yourself. But what does that mean? Right. And how exactly <laughs> do it? So that's why I love offering that course. You share actual specific step-by-step -step tools to amplify your love energy and attract what you want in all areas of your life. So all of that is in the description or episode details. If you're listening to the replay, I'll also include information on how you can join me for my live broadcast podcasts. I go live every other Friday at two o'clock PM Pacific, five o'clock PM Eastern time. It's totally free. So much fun. You can call in, ask me your questions, connect with us personally, me and whatever expert I bring on. I have so many amazing expert friends and we love connecting with you. And this was amazing. Deanna, thank you for staying over. That was so generous of you. And I hope we can do this again soon. I'll go ahead and book you into my next available spot because I just oh, love, I love that. Thank that we do together. Yeah, this was so much fun. So thank Thank you so much again. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. If you're tired of struggling in your love life and you want a proven system to get into and maintain a relationship where you're consistently loved, valued, and cherished, go to forever1234.com. Again, that's forever1234.com.